My name is Pastor Dwight. And I have a number of children. I have 14 children. One for 14 children. I have children from China. Five of them. I have a son from Korea. I have three children from Uganda. I have You know, when I look into my children's eyes from Uganda, I see me. I see me. And I see me. I do not see a difference in skin color. When I look at Pastor Henry, I think we look alike. <laughs> you may think I'm a Mazungu. You, you think I'm a Mazungu. But I'm not. I'm African inside my heart. <laughs> so I'm so thankful to be with you. This is going to be a little bit different to the conference that we've had before. In a conference, I get up and When I preach for Pastor John, and when I preach to Pastor Henry, and I've done the conferences, many times I do all the preachings, or at least most of them. This time I'm only going to preach once or twice. And I brought, and I brought a guest. He is a doctor, a doctor of leadership, Dr. Nate Hurst. He is the best discipleship maker I've ever met. Pastor Nate. Is going to share with you a very practical discipleship program. If we are going to win Uganda for Christ, we must make disciples. You cannot only be a disciple of Christ, you must be a disciple maker. Amen. Amen. Legacy books, mm -hmm. you'll find in the first session it says the call to discipleship. In the book, it begins with Acts chapter 1 8. Because we're called to be discipleship makers. How many of you are disciples of Christ? Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you're are you a disciple? Now put your hands down. How many of you are disciple makers? You're currently, you're currently investing in someone else. Do you see the difference? Look around. Maybe 25 per one quarter of you are raising your hands. But you see, Pastor Henry, Pastor John, the other pastors, you're not, you're not just the disciple makers. If you believe in Jesus Christ, if you invite Jesus into your life, you are to be a disciple maker. Now, other religions are coming into the country. 
False religions. I see the Jehovah Witnesses sharing. It's not the truth. I see the Mormons coming. It's not the truth. I see the Muslims coming. It's not the truth. We have the truth of eternity and it's following Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. So when we fail to share Jesus with our neighbors, Amen. When we fail to share Jesus with our neighbors. When we fail to make disciples of others. We might as well just tell them to go to hell. Because we must love them enough. We must be courageous enough. You you're familiar with this passage, I know you are. You're familiar with this passage. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. The book of Acts. Sometimes called the Acts of the Apostles. And often we read this and we think about receiving the power of the Holy Spirit for us. And yet if you look at this verse, the filling of the Holy Spirit is for others. And so that when I walk in the room, the presence of God Almighty is there. Pastor, the presence of God Almighty is there. Ladies, this isn't just for men, this is for you. <laughs> as much as we must be people that understand him in the spirit, we must also understand him in our mind. Pastor Jack Hayford, one of the uh, elders of the Four Square Movement, would say, we have a great theology of the spirit and the movement of the spirit. But our more conservative brothers have a great theology of the book. And they should not be one or the other. They should not be one or the other. They should be both. We need to be disciples of the Word of God so that when we teach others, we teach them well. Now, many of you have played football over your life. You've played football. But if I played football and always was taught to kick wrong, I would always kick wrong. And so, so if I kicked with the front of my foot, I'd be kicking incorrectly. If I'm taught how to play football incorrect, I'll always play. Okay. But if I'm taught by a disciple of football, 
For a moment, I want you to think. I want you to put yourself back 2,000 years ago. And every one of you is a fisherman. The church of Matthew 4. So there you are, Matthew chapter 4. And you're fishing. Matthew 4 verses 18. Says Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee and he saw two brothers. Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, and they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Did you read off the only one? Yes. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. You see, you're by the Sea of Galilee with these two sets of brothers. And out of nowhere comes this man. And he comes, and he comes up to them and says, follow me. And you look over and go, you're thinking they're leaving everything. They're leaving their occupation. They're leaving their family. They're leaving their friends. They're leaving everyone they know. And they're following a stranger. And they follow him so that he will make them fishers of men. Not that they will just be a fisherman themselves, but that they will be fishers of men. They will become disciple makers. So you're standing there 2,000 years ago. What would you think? You see these two guys leaving. And you look and go, what are they doing? How can they leave everything? And yet you, you see him walk towards you next. And suddenly you're confronted with the eyes of Jesus. And the presence of God overwhelms you. And he looks into your eyes. And he goes, come. Follow me. He says, come. Follow me. He says, Come. Follow me. He says, Come. You see what they did? That's Jesus looking into your eyes in the first century and he says, Follow me. You don't know where you're going. But you know this. You've looked into the eyes of God Almighty. And you're saying, I will surrender where He leads, I will go. What He asks me to do, I will do. 
That's what it's about today. It's called the Great Commission. You're probably familiar with this passage. Matthew 28. Jesus says this. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, I want you to use your imagination again. In your life, there have been people who have passed away. I want you to think of somebody from history who has passed away. Somebody you would like to talk to. One evening last week, we sat around my kitchen table and we said to our children, if you could name three people you would like to talk to, ご視聴ありがとうございました I would love to talk to a man named Dwight L. Moody, who I've named after. A great, he was a great evangelist. I'd like to talk to um, Jim Elliott, a man who lost his life because he dared to go to a tribe who, uh, in South America and share the gospel. And then I'd like to talk to probably Hudson Taylor who went to China and share the gospel. Of course, I would love to talk to my father. These people have passed away. But what if suddenly Hudson Taylor walked through that door? What if one of the people you were thinking of suddenly walked through that door? First of all, you go, ah! You'd be scared. And I'd run out the other way. However, if I knew that person was really and he could only spend a moment or two with me. I would want to hear every word he said. And you see, Jesus did that. Jesus had come back from the dead. And he said this to his disciples. Think about this. Think about this. He said to his disciples, they're seeing the resurrected Jesus Christ. 
looks into your eyes, Henry. His eyes look into your eyes. Henry is saying, All authority has been given to me. All authority has been given to me. And you believe it because there he is. And then he says, Go. Make disciples. Would you go? You bet you would. You realize the Holy Spirit had been given to you. You realize Jesus just came back and gave you some very important messages. And so you would go and make disciples. What we're going to do today, that's called the Great Commission. Unfortunately, all over the world, it should be known as the Great Omission. Because the church has failed to disciple their disciples. The world was turned upside down by 11 disciples. And then number 12 being Apostle Paul. What if 12 of you? caught the vision for what disciple making could be. Twelve of you can change your gun. It would take time for but you got to be disciple makers, not just a disciple. Will you commit right now to learn as much as you can? To become a disciple maker. Today you're going to get the tools, and tomorrow you will get the tools to become a disciple maker. You can't hold the crop without a hole. You can't make disciples without the tools. So we're going to see, I believe with all my heart, Pastor John, that a movement's going to start among your folks here today. Amen. That we will be disciple makers. So if you're willing to be a disciple maker, I want you to raise your hand and I'm going to pray over you right now. Disciple maker, raise your hand. Raise your hand that God would use you to multiply disciples across this area. I'm going to pray with Joshua over you that wherever you go, wherever your foot lands, you'll take new territory. Heavenly Father, we pray right now. Set aside a people. Disciple makers. First, they can only go where they've been. Mm-hmm. That they would be disciples of Jesus. That they would follow you with all of their hearts. They'd be true to the word of God. And then, Lord, they pour it into one or two others. And those two others would pour it into two others. 
And Father, as we come back year after year, Lord, I pray that someday we'd have to rent the stadium downtown because there'd be so many disciples, Lord, in this area that only the stadium would hold the people. Father, give us a vision for more. Give a vision for the family. Give us a vision for our neighbors. Give a vision for our village. Give us a vision for Kampala. Amen. Father, let the fire come. Hey, Father, let the fire roll towards the city. The fire of the Holy Spirit might consume us. And take us, Lord, into places we've never been before. Father, I pray you'll send some of these disciples. Missionaries into new areas. Let us not be content, Lord. But let us only be followers of Jesus. Who took 12 men. Who submitted everything to you. They left their boats and their father and they followed you. Father, let us be like that. I pray this, Lord, and seal it in the name of the Father. In the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, Lord, we, I pray you to anoint them as disciple makers. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Amen.